Hey, it's Liz Kelly, and welcome to The Ringer Podcast Network. The Ringer is launching a new podcast from the guys who brought you a Cespedes family barbecue called Baseball Barbecue. Hosted by Jake Mintz and Jordan Schusterman, they're bringing you the good, the bad, and the utterly bizarre corners of the baseball world and everything that makes it special. Throughout the offseason, they'll dive into the rabbit hole on some of their favorite fascinations from the home run derby to baseball brawls and much more. Once the season returns, they'll break down the latest MLB news and developments. You can subscribe to Baseball Barbecue on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to The Right Reasons. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. David Jacoby of Jalen and Jacoby now on ESPN, the regular channel. Just ESPN. Just ESPN, full stop. It feels weird. It's great. And then like it was teased to us as something that might happen, but you never really know. And then you get locked in your own home and you're like setting up a television studio in your house. And next thing you know that you get an email saying you're on ESPN. And uh, here we are every day at 4 p.m. Don't just watch it. Like, DVR it, you know, because I know you're going to watch it every day. You're not going to stop just your DVR day. DVR it. Yeah, you're not going to stop your day every day at four to watch it, but just DVR it. DVR it. It's an yeah. easy, quick watch. 15 was- minutes and 45 seconds of content. Nice, quick, easy, snackable. I That's, call a, it. perf- That's a perfect length. That's a great length of content. Yes. Jacoby, you went from talking to me in the Grantland office to being on television mm-hmm. every single day. That's quite the rise. Just remember there's a, me. Okay? There's a strong, there's a strong causation there. There's a strong causation. <laughs> One thing clearly led to another. You know, I without trained talking you. to you, I would never have been a television <laughs> host. I mean, I really, I like the way that you didn't say it yourself, but you you set me up to say it, and you know it's true. You know it's true. I'm nothing without. Yeah, you. yeah. I mean, without all of those lunches at Corner Bakery and then all of the, the coffees at the farm of Beverly Hills, you know, who knows if you'd be on E1? It's hard well, to say. Well, I will say that there were no lunches at corner bakery nor were there no. coffees at the farm it was just pickups just it was pick very up. covid we're- it was very covid 19 yeah. we were- <laughs> ahead of the curve ahead of the curve so ahead Get of the curve to together no no never no never walk just there together little- pick it up and then walk back we can do yeah. that absolutely and also i never paid you paid every time it was great great stuff let's talk reality tv uh, we're starting with the challenge. We got four big questions that I'd like for us to answer. But first, a celebration. One of the greats came out to play tonight. Yes, and sure. there's not enough, there are not enough words in our language to, ex- to really explain what Nani did tonight. But we are going to try. Nani had a, a LeBron Game 7 2016 performance. I just want to say Bill Simmons compared it to LeBron. I don't want to take any credit, but he's so right. She came out with the performance of the season so far. Well, if Nani started off hot, she had a soft and like that was going well. There was a makeout, there was a bar, and Nani in that moment was like, Oh, it's another Nani season. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna score 30 points a game and just carry the team like I'm James Harden. You know, it's like this is gonna happen. Then Asaka voted off or whatever purgatory off. Jay, he got Jade. Jay sent him home. Yeah, yeah, he got Jade off. And then she was kind of dipped. She kind of just like left from the main storylines for a few episodes as we focused on uh, Kayla and Bear and other things. And then Nani saw the floor as she always does and said, you know what I can do to get back in this? Try to hook up with a female. And she yeah. did. <laughs> and so they went out to a bar in Prague. We love when they go to the bar. So thank you very mm. much. 
And she just was going after Casey. Casey is one of the many people in the house who has a uh, significant other back home. She's got a, a GBH, as we like to say, a girl back home. Um, yep. And she was she was flirting, but I don't think she crossed the line. If you're the GBH, you're like, it's okay, Casey. Like, it's fine. You, you respect oh, me. Oh, if enough. you're the GBH and you watch this episode, you're like, Casey, thank you. Like, you're honestly yeah. like, you're like, thank you. But I did like Nani's move being like, I have to pee. You have to pee. We have to go to the bathroom, right? We're going to the bathroom now. We're going to the bathroom <laughs> together, right? It was like, it was like, it was the most aggressive come to the bathroom with me that had nothing to do with cocaine in the history of reality television. 100%. And Nani was pulling a Kayla, except there really weren't any cameras in this bathroom. She was, <laughs> she was yes. probably correct. Um, Casey doesn't go and then Anissa inserts herself she's trying to like both protect Casey and Nani and in our almost 20 years of knowing Anissa this is what she does she like inserts herself when she doesn't need to be involved when she because I've seen Anissa over the years and I've seen her be on the other end of this where she is hooking up with someone and when she is it's like whatever it's just fun it's just we're just all doing it's all, we're it's just a here challenge. exploring each other it's a challenge it's not reality but then when she's not involved in the potential hookup all of a sudden the moral police show up it's like whoop 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 like wait a second you've got a girl from <laughs> home and you need to be focused on this and you're in the tribunal it's just like Anissa like pick a side pick a side yeah, she's like Acting like she's like protecting someone. It's like, who are you protecting? Like, and, calm and like down. why did you can you I know you don't care enough about these people to quote unquote protect them. You're just injecting yourself in something for the, you know, shits and giggles. She was doing it for her, but Nani could not be stopped. They leave the bar. She remains really drunk. They get home. She changes into her Under Armour shorts and a comfortable shirt. That's great move. I mean, that's course, what you should be course. doing. You get home, yeah, you put yeah. on comfortable clothes. She gets a cup of noodle like she's a college sophomore, you know, she's walking around with her cup of noodle. (laughs) She asks Jenna what happened. Like she asked Jenna what happened like like one hour ago. Fill me in. Fill me in. What happened? (laughs) It wasn't. It wasn't even. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Tell me what just happened. And again, it just happened. It was not the next morning. It was, they had just gotten home from the bar. It's like she got into the bus. 90 minutes. Fell as- yeah, 90, Max 100 minutes. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Woke up from her like drunk nap on the bus and was like, Jenna, what happened? Jenna starts telling her and Nani and Jenna are legitimately best friends. Like they are. Like it's not just, it's not just a showman. It's not just a show friendship. Like they're really best friends. And she starts yelling at Jenna for telling her what she did. And Jenna is like- out of proportion. The only person Jenna stands up to is Nani. And she was like, fine, then I'm just leaving. And she walks away. <laughs> and then Anissa comes back. And what does Nani do when Anissa comes, re-enters the scene? Uh, well, she throws. She, it, it was, well, she has the cup of noodles. And I think that the edit wants us to believe that she threw them at Jenna. But like, she was, n- I mean, it threw them at Anissa. She was nowhere near Anissa. It was towards. No. Anissa, but I would say it fell eight feet short. I'm gonna say eight feet short of actually hitting Anissa because it was just the, like a rage throw. She just was like, Yeah, there, there's like the J.R. Smith Damon Jones tortilla soup toss, which seemed like it landed, but this one did not land. Like, this was you no. threw the cup of noodles for you know for effect, and it's gonna be a great story. It's gonna go down in legend lore, challenge lore forever, but like, no, you did that. Was that was not that big. I just want to say the J.R. Smith soup thing. I've always been like getting hit in the head with a can of soup would really hurt. If you got hit in the, like any part of your body with like the really hot water from a cup of soup, that would really hurt too. So I hope no one got hurt. I don't no think they did. did. 
Do you think Everyone Nadi cleaned it up? The show. Did no, Nadi clean no it up? No, no way. Absolutely. But not. Did, you, did you notice that there was a security guard there? Like some I, these security guards must go through like so many nights of just boredom and just looking at their phones and playing like Candy Smash or whatever, like the latest game <laughs> Candy is. Crush. Every <laughs> once in a while they have to be like, okay, I'll hold back Anissa from attacking Nani. Like that's a real threat. Um, we've gotten a lot of security guards so far. There was another fight that they stepped into as well. But they all look very like local, which I like. Yeah. They did not yes, fly totally. in security for this. Hire local. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they hired local. <laughs> they did. Farm like to table security guards. Farm to table exactly. security guards. Yeah. And they just seem like bored. They're just like, whatever. Yes, they are. They're like, like I'm holding back this chick from fighting this chick, which is never gonna happen. So whatever. Here I am. It's better than doing nothing. This it was it was a truly epic performance by Nani. She gave us so much. I don't think we've seen her um try to hook up with a woman on the show before, so that was exciting. I don't think I've seen her throw a cup of noodles. I haven't seen her fight with Jenna. It was just a whole it was a whole other gear for Nani. It was it's great. Like you hope it was good. You you hope that your your star athletes can access that second gear. And she did. Well, I'm um, Julia, you know me, and I'd say like biannually I'll have myself a Nani night like that. Sure. But I wake up super shameful and apologetic. And what I respect from Nani is she woke up the next day like, and what? Yeah. yeah. And what I did that. It's just, it's just a weird way to approach life. Like the next day I feel so bad and I'm like drinking green juice and like I'm in a steam room and I'm just like, man, you need to really change your <laughs> lifestyle. But then, but then when it comes to Nani, Nani's like, yeah, doing it tonight. What? What are you going to do? That's true. These people don't seem to suffer the emotional hangover, which I like really struggle with at this point in my life. And like, I'm around yes. the same age as many of these people. <laughs> the emotional hangover the next day is really rough, but Nani, I mean, I just feel like her life is an emotional hangover, so she's probably used to it. And then she yes. apologizes. But this leads me to our first big question of, of the night. Should we like Anissa at this point? It's like we're 19, we're, I think we're 19 years in, 20 years in with Anissa. And it's like, what, what do you think about her? Okay. We're recording this after the show just aired. And I just yeah. want to say that because I'm saying this with that filter. I do not like Anissa. I, I said, how about this? I always, I always like to consider myself. I can play both sides. I can be like a lawyer for both sides of this question. So I want you to now be pro Anissa pitch Anissa to me. Okay, great. <laughs> you really turned my game on myself. Here's the case for Anissa. Anissa, oh, first of all, am I pitching her as a athlete or as just like a challenge character? Hard to pitch her oh. as an athlete. As Johnny <laughs> pointed out, she's yeah, never yeah. won. <laughs> here's, here's what it is. Here's the thing for Anissa. No. She... She thinks that she has like a moral compass, whether she does or not. It's like slightly up for debate, but I do think that she thinks that she's like doing the right thing all the time. Like she's not really reckless anymore. She, she thinks that she like knows what she, what's up and she gets after it. And she also was like, you know, she stirs the pot without her. Are we going to have this crazy Nani night? Do we get this? Like, is she the Lance Stevenson blowing in her ear, you know, moving, pushing her to greatness? Perhaps she is. Perhaps she is. But I honestly think that if you're like, you were like, oh, she's pretty good at puzzles. And then that's you're done after that. She's never made weak. me laugh. Yeah. She's never made me laugh. Anissa had never made me laugh. Like she's never been, I've never like in the interview been like, oh my God, that was a first take, really good, funny thing that she said. That's never happened in the history of the challenge. She is though a value to producers and editors and storytellers because she does like do good interviews where she kind of like fills in the 
like yeah. the Chris Harrison voids to get you from one thing to another and will stir the pot enough to make something that she has nothing to do with. It, here's what she is good at and why she has value, why she keeps getting invited back. If she has nothing to do with an argument, she will make that argument better, but not involve herself so much that it turns on her. It's true. She knows just the right time to like to remove herself now that she like yes. she's got it down. She like she pushes the fight to a certain level of provocation that's entertaining, and then she knows when to walk away. She never gets too the, close to the edge anymore. The argument is the vodka, and she is the vermouth that just makes it into a drink. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's not it's good not, one, Jacoby. It's, it's 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 there, and it's a subtle little thing, but it is it changes the whole dynamic. That is my sure. Anissa comparison. But no, I, I do think not you like. like the you question. also need like no. an elder stateswoman. You know, like there's Johnny and Wes, and sort of like you need a woman in that role too. Good point. I mean, Cara Maria is normally that, but this season she is. And everyone hates Cara Maria. I don't miss her at all. I'm I'm, I'm good with that Cara Maria and Polly. You know, it's fine. No, she peaked, when, she peaked with Abram. When her and Abram were giving oh each other tattoos and just having sex all over tattoos the place. Tattoos and like scratches. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was I love the idea one. that they were just having sex in the open. They got tired of like the, the whole, like <laughs> we have to do this in the bathroom or whatever. They're just having sex <laughs> they needed to like, They needed to like make it more fun for themselves. You know, they weren't satisfied yes. with what they were doing. Yes, but I also like the idea of like, a, it's like there's a depreciating value of watching Car Marie and Abram have sex. I'm sure the first time you saw it, you're like, whoa, that's kind of weird. And I'm a little turned on right now. But like by time eight, you're just like, guys, like you're just like, stop. Like, like we don't want to be involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just do this, do this somewhere else. Go, Go elsewhere. behind something. Yeah, yeah. This is annoying. I'm trying to eat my egg and cheese right now. <laughs> Next question. Next question. Should Jenna have quit the show this week to save her relationship? She tried so hard. She tried so hard. To quit? Yes, she did. Yeah. She was like, Tori, you, do better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She honestly is like looking over at Tori during the finals and being like, uh, girl, stand up and start smashing some bricks because this is ridiculous. I should not be beating you with this. She had no business winning that. She did not want to win it. She didn't try to win it. She just kind of accidentally failed into success with anyone who's worked in an office knows that's how you succeed in life. I, I wasn't surprised she won. I think that she is sneaky good at challenges. Like, sneaky good at eliminations. She does, like, when she's in there, she just sort of, she's kind of like a gazelle. She's got great posture. She moves very fluidly. She's, like, actually a good athlete. And she's good at eliminations, so I wasn't surprised. Also, they were building it up so much that, like, she's so checked out that I knew she was going to win. But I I don't know. Like, if you really do love Zach, like, I'm not saying she should leave, right? Zach's obviously like, terrorizing her from afar via fa- these, like, sporadic FaceTimes. Oh, no, but you like, can't just you, breeze over that. You can't just breeze over that part of this. Well, we need to discuss this. Yeah, we do. We do. But I'm just like, I'm just saying that I think there's a case for her leaving. Like, I know you don't want to disappoint TJ, but if you really are, like, worried that your your future husband thinks that you've been cheating on him and there's, like, actual reason for him to think that, like, maybe you should go. Also, there's 11 girls here. And like, I know Jenna doesn't have the self-awareness to do this, but you'd be like, okay, there's a 9%. If we're all equal, there's a 9% chance I win. And we are not all equal. I am dumber and I'm less athletic. I'm, I'm, I'm on the underside of terms of average on intelligence and, le- and athleticism. <laughs> so like it takes it from nine to like 4%. So there's a 4% chance that I win this game or I go back to my future husband and try to mend this relationship that he has somehow turned into an emergency when it's really not an emergency while I've been gone. Yeah. 
He, I mean, he's terrorizing her. Like it's Zach is in. That's a strong word to use, Ms. Littman. Terrorizing. It. Yes, I think this is like he's like emotionally and mentally manipulating her, and it's it's not okay. He's being so mean, and he just won't talk anything through. Nothing worse than having a fight and like not being able to like actually have the back and forth. I love the back and forth of a fight, you know, like let's get into it. But he doesn't want that. He's just like yelling at her and trying to guilt her. Well. It's it's really weird to like. I don't think he drove her to the airport because no one does that. It's not the '80s anymore. But he like mm-hmm. said goodbye and like put her in the Uber and was like, "Go kill this challenge. I want you to win. Everything's gonna be cool." And then like, what he do? Like Earl Thomas style, got hacked her Snapchat, <laughs> and then like, and then now suddenly he's mad. It's just like, dude, like keep the same energy at the goodbye when you put her in the Uber to go. Then now you're emotionally manipulating her to come back against her will. And then she like accidentally won an elimination. So now the next FaceTime is what I'm really interested in. The one where she was like, yeah, I tried to go home, but I beat Tori. And he's going to be like, I'm glad you beat Tori. But also like, I'm so mad left with this dude named Gary like two years ago when we were (laughs) on a break. When I interviewed Wes and Johnny, one of them told me that um, it was either like eight weeks or 10 weeks. That is a long time to be away if your fiance thinks that you've cheated on him. know why I'm defending why I'm like anti-Jenna like this it's just it's just you know being honest with the listener that's how I feel it's not cheating they were on a break yeah I mean she didn't cheat she didn't cheat I definitely I definitely agree account like no like he hacked into her account and like saw something he didn't like like dog you know what I'm never gonna do hack into my girl's account maybe you should trust each other a little bit more yeah I'm just saying also spoiler alert they're engaged I saw it on Instagram months ago that so you know they do get through it but I'm just I was surprised she stayed but Jenna, Very difficult not a quitter. time to plan a wedding. Very difficult time to plan a wedding. <laughs> not a good time. On that we note, just, we just had a June 2020 push to June 2021. And I was like, responsible. Oh my God. Like it. Like it. Wow. I had two weddings on the 2020 docket. Both are being pushed. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Next question. It's a good lead in. Should Tori be mad at Jordan for his sideline behavior? Yes. Yes. Absolutely unacceptable. Jordan, Support your get it partner. together. Don't yell Support at her. Your Don't partner. bark at her. Like, Awful. Have you, listen, have you seen Bill Belichick? Have you seen Greg Popovich? Have you seen Pat Riley? Have you seen Phil Jackson? Have you seen Pete Carroll? Have you, and Pete Carroll probably doesn't deserve this conversation. Steve Kerr, who knows? Just great leaders. Great leaders when it comes to sports and competition. Do you know what they don't do? You're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. You're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. Blah, 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 blah. Do this. It's like, honestly, I think that she wins if Jordan shuts his mouth. I do too. Also, like, if she could let someone else, he obviously wasn't telling her the right strategy. I mean, her strategy was really stupid of trying to get like big pieces through, like through the grate, like where you're just supposed to like break the bricks and have all the debris fall in. I think she could have had a better strategy sooner if Jordan hadn't been yelling at her. I'm so glad you brought this up because one thing you have to remember when you're on a TV show is this is a TV show. So the thing that's going to work is what looks the coolest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they didn't make the TV show for you to shove it through like a straw. They made the TV show for you to pick it up and break it into big pieces and make a big explosion. The pyro guy, by the way, is at two weeks off. He's so pissed. He is, he's like, this <laughs> he's- is not what I signed up for. I, he is so pissed. Big pyro next week. I'm already predicting it. Guaranteed big pyro next week. But like, you have to understand this is a television show that so you're going to behave in a way that looks best on television. Breaking the bricks from standing up, and smashing them and creating an explosion is going to help you much more than shoving them through the grate. 
And also, you're going to get way more tired throwing the bricks down. And that was the goal of this as well. Tori is always trying to like outsmart things, which is funny because she's bad at puzzles. It's like, Tori, just use your brute strength, your brute force, and go forward. And she didn't do that. I, I thought she was going to win, though. Tori, this was a disappointing showing from her. I thought she had more in her. I'm disappointed. I wanted more. Also, I would not want to be in the challenge house with Jordan without Tori. He must be like an absolute madman without like his his fiance to help him oh. like settle down. Oh yeah, he is an un he's an unanchored boat in the bay. You know what I mean? Like the boat in the bay <laughs> with an anchor down. You only go so far. You're not gonna bump in anything. Keep social distance. It's all fine. But when that anchor, he he lost that anchor. He's just he is an unanchored boat in the bay right now. Jordan isn't. I had Tori as winning. Like and I know. Jenny, obviously is a force. Jenny's a physical force, but like you never know the politics with Jenny. You can't really tell. You can't trust anything that comes through those lips. I mean, come on. No. Like, no. There's no. There's no sentence that comes past those lips that I fully trust and understand. You're like checks out. Yeah. yeah got it. Got it. Yeah. Of course. But yeah. You've got the drop in the situation. I don't. You're you're playing chess and I'm playing checkers, Jenny, with those gigantic lips. But I will say that I had Tori winning from a female perspective. It's got to be Jenny now. I don't think it's gonna be. I feel like Jenny's in a, she's in a, like crap out at some point. I don't know. Well, you did Jenny's say last no week pers- that Johnny Bananas told you who won. So I only, I, I just want to note. I'm really sorry if that spoiled it for anyone else. <laughs> we did not do that intentionally. <laughs> I know the male winner. I don't know the female winner. Okay, I'll just say that. Throw that out there. I know you have a third question, but can I ask a first question it's, first? It's a fourth question, but yes, go ahead. Sorry. What's happening in Kansas City with the Challenge Cast right now? Oh my God, I'm so glad that you asked. Did I send this to you or did you pick up on it yourself? I have no emails from you and I ha- think I have you blocked on all social media. So no, you didn't send it to me. I do mute people that are like very close to me in my life. I won't, I won't say who, but like there's a chance that I've muted you, Jacoby. <laughs> what? Hold on. I won't say. Hold on. I won't say. This, this, can be a side, this can be a sidebar that goes for 10 minutes. Do you want this to go for 40 <laughs> seconds or 10 minutes? Let's just let the conversation flow. Why Why circumscribe it? You've muted me on social media. I did not say that I've muted you. I said that I mute. I have muted many people that I'm very close with so that I can just like the person that I know in real life and not have to contend with who they pretend to be on social media. No, I totally understand that. But then you said there is potential that I have muted you in the past. And I know you well enough to know that that's not, oh, maybe I have, maybe I haven't. I might have forgotten. That means that you've definitely muted me on social media in the past. Will you confirm this or deny this? I have not muted you on social media. I was just trying to destabilize you. And it worked because (laughs) here we are. (laughs) Good, good, good. Of course not. I got to keep up with Jalen and Jacoby and know when to tune in on ESPN 4 p.m. every day. So right, you're back in. You're back in. You're here's back in. what's happening in Kansas City, and this will lead us back to our fourth big question. Wes, he actually told me about this on the pod. D got got marooned in Kansas City for quarantine. She had gone to visit Wes because they are really good friends, and she got stuck. So she started living with Nehemiah, who had recently moved to Kansas City to work for one of Wes's companies. Of course, he um, did. of course, Nehemiah is not on the show, but so Wes. I think it his wife and D and Kayla and her boyfriend who is not bear, nor is it the other not guy. Not Mikey like, though. Not Mikey, no. not bear. No. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, new it's a new guy. It's a new guy. Um, Nani 
and Devin, who who's one of my personal favorites. I love Devin. I miss him on the challenge. Let's please get him. I remember back. Devin. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, I have a I have a crush on Devin. Doesn't surprise me that Wes and Devin like each other or get along. They all are now quarantining together in a house. And Wes brought in a crew. So, like, there's the crew to shoot it, edit it, post it, whatever. And they're doing, like, a real-world kind of thing in a house in in Kansas City. Wait, where do I get this content? It's uh, You have to pay for it through a Patreon. And I I just want to say, I haven't yet. I'm I'm going to. I'm definitely going to. How much are we talking? Give me the number. Can I give you the number? Um, I'm at $5 a month I'm in. I was going to say $5 a week, which is kind of embarrassing. So $20 a month. <laughs> That's fine. I'm, That's I'm fine. willing to pay more than double a, a Netflix um, subscription. I know I'm not alone in saying that. this. Is You save so much money in quarantine that you get real extra in spending it on online things. You feel oh me? Oh, my God. I've done more I, online shopping than I ever have. It's like I'm saving so much money by not leaving the house. So much money by not leaving the house that I feel like I should just spend it online. I basically spent $40 on like a personal size pizza two nights ago. And like, I felt really bad about it, but then I was like, I'm supporting local business and whatever. I'm not spending any other money. It's fine. You're welcome. You're (laughs) welcome. Economy. You're welcome. GDP. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so that's what's happening in Kansas city. Wes is doing his own real world. And like, I think I'm ready to call. I'm ready to call Wes a genius. Instagram. I can't just find on Wes's Instagram. It's on Vimeo. Pay for Vimeo. Does Vimeo have like a paid thing? Like OnlyFans? Like through Patreon. Oh my God. Fans only. I don't really understand if it's like a whole thing. It's only fans. It's not not fans only. (laughs) I thought it was fans only. No, dudes know what it is because there's a bunch of women online being like, do you want, it's like, it's like, do you want to see me naked? Pay me $5 a month and we can do this. And I'm proud to say that I will, will never, ever, 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 ever pay someone via OnlyFans. Women don't need to do that because they just watch normal people on Hulu and they're like, yep, I'm good. <laughs> Have you heard about this show? No. <laughs> it's a lot of sex with, with a very attractive couple. It's like about a relationship. I, I did a little too hot to handle. Oh, what'd you think? I dabbled. Joey dabbled. We dabbled a little bit. It's good. It's not great. Yeah. You know, it was okay. It was yeah. Okay. okay. Let's move on to my last question, which relates to this Kansas city situation. The, the L word was dropped early on in this episode. Also, as was the M word marriage, but in separate ways, are Kayla and Baron love. <laughs> but first of all, I've grown to love using that intentionally bears approach because when he hugged her and said, I love you. He said it in a way that like seemed to mean that he actually loved her, but he didn't mean it and she knew it. It was more just like Bear is 1000% full of shit and even his I love you's are full of shit, but his full of shitness is actually kind of attractive and what makes you like him because he's just he's just free flowing with his words. So I'm going to say I'm pro Bear on this one. Okay, that's not the question though. He was like, I love Kayla. He just, I can't do a Bear's accent though I try every week. And it just was like seem premature. And then she was like, she thought she was going to be marrying Mikey. But if not, she's happy to be with Bear. And I was like, you guys are just moving really fast. This is you're in the challenge bunker. Like, maybe calm down a little bit. Yeah, I'd say that if you've been with Mikey, who when I was following Kayla closely, I've seen their Instagram post. I really enjoyed the two of them together. They both seem to be the same height. They they just seemed like a good fit. And then if bear is the thing that throws you off your path with Mikey, then it's not about bear. 
It's more about you and Mikey. It wasn't going to be think, a marriage thing anyway. Yeah, like, I don't think you're taking Bear home to meet the parents. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's happening. No. You know, I don't I think agree. you want your dad being like that skull tattoo on your hand, which is so big, it doesn't even cover your whole hand. That partial skull on your hand, what does that mean to you? Like, you don't want your dad asking that question over the dinner table to Bear. That's a great point. So they're not in love. They just need to, they need to calm down, but whatever. It didn't last that long because she's got a new boyfriend and he's with her in quarantine in Kansas city. Kansas city. (laughs) Um, Nani, thank you for all the memories tonight. This was a really a performance for the record books. We'll, we'll cherish it as we move forward in our own quarantines. We'll think of you as an inspiration. Every time we have cup of noodles, should we move on to Vanderpump rules? That was the greatest transition I've ever heard. Thank you. So I'll take that as a yes. To discuss Vanderpump Rules, I want to get right into the meat of it, the heart of the matter, the dueling parties. And it seemed you could only pick one. And for our purposes, you can also only pick one. And I would like to rank from worst to best who you would like to have at your pool party in the Val, as Sheena said. And I, we are going to go over oh. my personal ranking. I will go through it from worst to best, least, least desired to most desired. And wait, wait, we'll you can't evaluate go, you can't each pick. Everybody, though, there's like a dozen people. Like you have to pick a. Well, here's the, here's who's not in not in the running. Brittany and Jax, their hosts. Ariana mm. and Sandoval, their hosts as well. Mm. They're out. So we just okay. knocked out four people that we would tend to talk about, but they're out. See ya. Okay, so I listen to your ranking, then evaluate. Yeah, we'll go person by person. Okay, man. The person I of this cast who I least want to be at my at my pool party in the Val where I would never be is Brett. What? I do. First I do all, not want Brett coming. Whoa. Two things. Do not disrespect the vow like that. I'm not. The vow is a great place for families. And it's and where shopping. my wife is from. And it's very convenient. You get everything you want. It's a great place and affordable place to live. I love the vow. And second of all, yeah, Brett is out. I try Brett. to be pro Brett every week on this podcast, but I cannot be pro Brett. I love how Charlie po- Charlie uh, calls him out like all the time. Charlie, she was like, Charlie is it's finally your favorite. thing. Charlie's awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Brett, Brett and Max fighting about Dana in front of Dana at that dinner scene was excruciating and was so rude to Dana that it could not have just been for the cameras because like no one would be like, you know, it would be fun if we talked about Dana as if she was just like some hoe on the street and she's not actually here sitting with us. To fix your lips and say, control your girl. Was that the words you used? Yes, control your girl. Like there's four different levels of disrespect in that statement that I don't even want to break all four of them down, but it was just so wrong where it's like, Max, dude, like if your own Twitter history didn't kill you on this show, those words might have. He's, He's absolutely the worst. The only good thing that Brett brings to the table. By the way, Max is not even on my list. I didn't even include him. Oh, um, good, good for you. He does look kind of like the um, chef from Ratatouille, like the actual rat, but moving on. <laughs> the only good thing about Brett is um, the way that he, he talks to the camera. Like, that's the only good thing. When he was saying, I asked Max if I could go on a, on a date with Dana, totally fine. I asked Max if I could make, or I told Max I made out with Dana, totally fine. Totally fine. I told Max I want to have sex with Dana. I'm hitting a roadblock. That was funny. That was, that was funny. But Brett, no, thank you. I don't want you at my party. Next. Second worst, Katie. I don't want Katie coming. She's a negatron, and I want positrons at my party. I'm surprised that she's even part of the conversation because I would have left her in the honorable mentions as well. Let's just move on. No, Katie, thank you. 
Next is Dana. Oh, interesting. Dana's comedy was not funny at all. And it made me uncomfortable. She picked a really bad outfit. And I'm beginning to think that she's not that fun. I'm beginning to think that maybe we met her at the Mondrian where she got the number of a producer. And then she worked a stand-up comedy bit into it. And then she had a romantic relationship with two people on the show. I'm starting to think that this whole Dana on my television screen might be a calculated um, strategy. I'm Wait, starting to think what? what I'm starting to think that maybe her goal was to be on my television screen and have us talk about her in this way. And we are honestly giving her too much time. Let's move on to the next one. Next. Shockingly in the bottom half, but I, I have an explanation. Stasi. I don't think Stasi's a great party guest. Don't you fucking dare. Here's my, here's my reasoning. You come at here's the queen, you best not miss. You better have, you better have something really good to say right now. I do. I, on behalf of Stasi, I ride for I do. Her. If you're having a party, you want your guests to have a great time. But ultimately, all, all, kind of, all the vibes flow through you, the host. Stasi does not play that way. All the vibes need to roll through her. And I just feel like she's too much of like a controlling social presence to really let the party flow in a direction that she's not controlling. And if I don't want to be at Stasi's party, then I don't want her coming because that's the only way she knows how to do it. Second of all, she's kind of a boring coupled person. You know, she's like hurts her and Bo. She doesn't really like to get like super wasted anymore. She's not rage texting. She's like doing interventions with Jax. And I just don't think she's that fun. She's not like partying with you in the backyard. She's like having a calm drink inside. You know what? I think we're all just looking in the mirror. You know, through you, we're all just looking in the mirror. I know. That's what I like at parties now, too. Yeah. Those of us that are past 30, you know, we're all just looking at me like, yeah, no, not that fun anymore. Like, not just like down and do shots and get crazy, like kind of in a relationship and just kind of like being boring. It's like, yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you get into your 30s. That's here's here's your what sums 30s. it up. I really miss going to restaurants. I don't really miss going to bars. Like, I'm okay of without course. bars. Yeah. <laughs> But I really miss going out for dinner and like killing a bottle of wine with a friend, you know? <laughs> yes. Never okay. get the second one. Whenever my wife and I get the second bottle, it's just like too much. A huge mistake. Maybe a glass. Maybe a glass. Maybe a glass. The hangover is bad. It's not a good idea. Yeah. Don't do it. Okay, bottle next. Is bad. She didn't attend either party. But Sheena, she's like right in the middle of the pack for me. I'd be happy to have Sheena come. She'd bring a little drama. Oh, no. She'd bring some oh, stories. Oh, no, she's great. I know. I, I, I support Sheena as a guest because she's like um, as extra and embarrassing as she is. She's also like self-aware about how embarrassing yeah. she is, which is endearing. I kind of like I'm pro Sheena currently. Big so, time pro Sheena. Big story came out. Page six brought this to my attention. One of the editors of this show went on a podcast and admitted that she has like an anti-Sheena vendetta and like intentionally gave her some really rough edits like two weeks ago when it seems like she's asking out Stassi's brother. She like, they, you know, they, it was clear from watching the show, they kind of like creatively edited it and like set her up for that. But this editor admitted to it. And then after that, after the podcast went live and there was like a page six article about it, the podcast came down. So... It's been a weird season for Vanderpump. A lot of these like small issues keep popping up. I'm sorry. An editor from Vanderpump went on a podcast, page six caught wind of some details, printed it, and then they took the podcast down. Yes. I'm sure this editor is like not gonna be allowed to work on the show again. I She's just definitely say, in really big trouble. 
I'm so glad that the mainstream, lamestream media <laughs> has picked up Vanderpump Rules as an important thing to report upon. Because finally, oh, yeah. we're here. We've yeah. been doing this for years now. And finally, this is like a page six worthy thing. Absolutely. It's like, it's huge. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, that person has to be fired, right? Like, you can't keep working on the show. Oh, no. I mean, you can't do podcasts. But like, at the time, like, it was his homeboy was like, hey, man, I, I need a podcast guest. That's why I'm here, too, because you have no one else to talk to. It's like, hey, man, I need somebody it's to come on. Here. So someone comes on and they're just like, yeah, yeah oh, we'll get the, we got the editor from Vanderpump Rules here. And the person that works at page six that listened to that, shout to them that made that a thing. Also, they're also a snitch that got somebody fired. Well, two things on that. You used to be that person for Stassi's ex-boyfriend, Patrick. He'd be like, hey, I need a guest. And you'd go on his show on Sirius XM. Oh, I don't think I actually did that. Yes, you did. You went on. You did. I think I, I did. I did like one after one evening. Okay. Yes. So A, there's that. B, I would love to interview an editor from Vanderpump Rules. They like know where all the bodies are buried. They know the whole truth. And this show is oh, really yeah. well edited. So I think that's a great get. I'm jealous. We spoke to a producer once. Was that yes, together? Yes, I believe. Yeah, his, his name yeah, is John Carr. Not, shout out to John Carr. Not shy about giving up the details of, uh, you know. Love it. Love it. What didn't make the it. cut. Yeah, me too. <laughs> all right, I'll, next. I'll go back on that one. You should have an editor from Vanderpump Rules. I should or should not. Everyone should. Yeah, definitely. They know all the good stuff. I actually had the, the privilege of going to the production company that makes this show, and they have an incredible, incredible editing outfit. Like they have like a, this kind of like warehouse in Burbank where it's just like so, so many um, editing bays, and like they're just like a machine. I think it's called Evolution Media. Great stuff. Um, next, the middle middle of the pack, right above Sheena Bo. He just seems fun. Seems like a good Bo's good a good energy. Time. Yeah, Bo's a good he time. Is. He's uh he forces it a little bit like we brought he brought I was thinking about the him bringing the suit of armor to the castle in Kentucky. How do you pack oh, a suit of armor? Like just think about that. Like when they're extra, like, hey, you're checking any bags? Like, hey, you checking any bags? It's like, well, I'm glad you asked because I have four gigantic suitcases full of one's an arm, one's a leg, the other one's an arm and a leg. And a, well, and if it's torso. also armor. You got to you got to check it cuz it won't get through security, yeah, you know, all that exactly. metal. <laughs> yeah, it's so much. I was just thinking about that and I was like, "Man, how did you get that armor there? Do you locally source armor?" But to be <laughs> fair, the effort is good from him and he seems like a good vibe. He doesn't really fight with anybody unless he's fighting with his girlfriend about liking Kristen, which is totally the wrong thing to do. But if I'm not Stasi, I want him there. Agreed. Next, we already talked about how great she is, Charlie. Charlie, come to my party. Yeah, she is Ja Morant. She is yeah. Ja Morant of Vanderpump Rules. It's a great way putting it. Shot of energy. She's a great rookie. League. She's just outside the elite top three that we're about to get into. You'll understand why she's not in it. But like Charlie, we've got our eyes on you, and we look forward to you coming to our next uh, backyard barbecue. Third most desired party guest, Lala. Give him Lala. You know. Sober Lala Sober is Lala. great. Sober Lala is a great Lala. Because when you hang out and you drink and you're around a sober person, there's always a part of your mind that's like, what is that person thinking of me? And she brings that there. So if you and start to act to out of pocket, <laughs> if you start to act out of pocket and she starts saying something, like you consider her words differently than you would a drunk person because you know she's sober. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
Yeah, of course. Number two, Rand. I mean, he's just the most positive guy in the world. Who's number one? Sando? Schwartz. Schwartzy. Oh, Sando's not even on the list? No, because he's a host. I told you. We'll talk about Sando in a second. But Schwartz, he's top party guest. I mean, he's just wants to have fun. He wants to have fun more than he wants to be married. He obviously picks the party over his wife 100% of the time. A a million percent of the time. Yeah. Can we not? I don't want to breeze over Rand so quick because I would say in the power rankings, as you put it, as people I want to like come to my party, Randall would have been an honorable mention a mere one season ago. But now he's really grown on me. He has really grown on me. Me too. I'm like, oh, this guy is like, he's nice. He's like supportive of his friends. And I bet he just like bring you a really nice bottle of champagne, a bottle of wine. Like I bet he contributes, you know, he just seems like a great party guest. But I also feel like I I think he's somewhat successful in Hollywood. We've figured this out by now. All right. right. So like, but like, but he also is just like, seems like he gets it that he's not the best looking, coolest guy in the room. Every room he walks into. Like, I feel like he's (laughs) self-aware to that point. Yeah. And it's like very like endearing. It's nice. Absolutely. I like it. I'm all in on Rand. I'm all in on Rand. Please come to my party. Um, We didn't talk about Jax. We got to talk about Jax and this interesting, speaking of editing, how they edited this episode. So Jax, like after having a conversation with Brittany last week at the end of the episode, talking about how he's in a really dark place, he seems to disappear is the vibe that, that I got. They never like explicitly say that, but for like, Two thirds of the sh- ep- of the episode, he keeps appearing via like Instagram footage, and it's I fake Instagram footage. I think it's probably like real Instagram footage that they edited, like re-edited for the show. Is my guess, like like on his phone or something like that. So you're saying that like Jax, let me get your archives to your stories from these days. It seemed like it, but it, basically like. He didn't appear on the show in a shoot. He appeared on the show as someone who goes to Lit Method a lot. Yeah. And I'm assuming and, a Lit Method is like a hit class under red lights, yeah. right? I think it's the opposite. I think it's low intensity interval training instead of hit high intensity interval training. Okay. Doing I that think. three times a day is just a <laughs> very odd way to spend your day in Los Angeles. So I think that he like just probably had to film that day and just disappeared. Like, I think he like went off the reservation. And so that that all they had was like that footage and they wanted to tell the story of Jack's going off the deep end. I mean, it feels like we're watching a man unravel. I also think it continues to seem like there's some substances involved the way that he's like, gets so worked up and he's so mad and he's like so sweaty and like just so much full of rage and also doing three lit classes in a day suggests to me that all is not well with Jax. Yeah, I mean, I I do not want to speculate on what chemicals are inside of him because the things that come to mind don't lead to three lit classes a day. You know what I mean? Like, they're not partying. Like, you're not partying. You're working out know. three times a day. And it's also like this is... I, I don't understand. He mentions the fact that he does three a day multiple times. Like, I think three a day might have been something that he did for the gram a couple times, but still, like, his leaving the home, like, I'm going to go to the gym, track me on my phone. Like, that was a really yeah. weird thing to say, like, as a husband, to be like, I'm going to the gym. If you don't believe me, track me on my phone. Like, 
you never want to leave the house and be like, you can track me on my phone. I'm not lying. Like that's not a healthy relationship. And you guys have been in a relationship for what? Five weeks. <laughs> I mean, uh, in the undercurrent is Brittany's like, you know, I don't want him to go back to his old ways. Like the when he used to act like this, when he used to act like this is when he cheated on her. And I actually don't think he's cheating on her. But then I was like, you know what, Juliet? He probably is, you know, like if, if it, I don't know. He just seems like, um, there's just something is, is wrong. And Stassi says to him, it seems like you're losing your mind. And he says, I am. I am. And it's but like, it's unfair because I'm going to say something that I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to toe the line here. When Ariana speaks about her mental health, it feels genuine. It feels like there's a real yeah. problem. There's this thing going on, but it's just like, there's a boy who cried wolf vibe with Jax. When he speaks about his mental health, where I'm kind of like, how much of this is for the show? How much of this is to get attention? Like, I don't think there's not mental health problems going on there, but it doesn't seem as like nine day cut and dry binary as Ariana, you know, like Aria, Ariana's a situation. Person. Yes. Ariana's situations seem more dire because she seemed really like wayward and depressed. scared and lost and depressed. Yes. Depressed. Jax. Jax also, I think, is having a much more negative impact on Brittany and the other people around him. So it's like a little, the blast radius is just different than with Ariana. But that's a good point. Like, why are we taking Ariana more seriously than Jax? Like, obviously, he also needs some kind of serious attention. It's honestly, it's like hard to talk about because it's like Jax is like, clearly there's something wrong. And he wasn't like this for most of the season. And then like, just like a flip switch. She got After married and wedding, now he's, he's got married. Yeah. And now he's like working out three times a day. And, and I'm not going to like, just put it on chemicals. Like I think there's no. something going on with Jax right now. The idea that he's not being filmed by actual cameras, that he's doing like these selfie videos and that's how he's in the show and the working out and the, Refight with Britney, but not even getting close to resolution. Like the fight with Britney, it wasn't that was not resolved. No, that was like it, and, it was, he was fifteen percent into a fight and being like, "I'm gonna go to the gym, track my phone." Like it's just yes. odd. That it was super odd, and yeah, it just there's something there's something not not well with Jax right now. I and then also fighting with Sandoval. Like I understand they were frustrated with each other, but like they have like a long friendship. There's like a lot between them, and so they're just like. He just announced like Jax hates Sandoval. I don't know. It's very strange, but uh, it was quite the, quite the episode. I kind of liked having Jax off on his own, like just from like a storytelling perspective. I thought it worked really well. It was it's it was ex- when he was on the screen. It was, I was more attentive and focused on him when he was on the screen than any other storyline in the show. Well, it, despite the fact that it was like clearly like like edited to look like Instagram, but wasn't straight up Instagram. For some reason, it was like more interesting, and it was sort of was like. I don't know. It just it it felt it felt more real, even though obviously it's like. In Do like you a weird think frame. the lit method got any money from this, or that was just what he was into at the time? That was the question me and Joey were having. I think he was. Just I into think so it. too. Like I don't think they paid for this. It wasn't like a presenter sponsor. No, or anything like it wasn't that, like when they like, go to like. It wasn't like when they said like a million times, Nighthawk. Should we go to Nighthawk? Yeah, let's go to Nighthawk. Cool. See you yeah, at Nighthawk. Nighthawk's right around the corner. Go to Nighthawk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That they definitely, you know, had like had like a contractual number of mentions or whatever. But um, I also loved when Chino's like, no, I didn't walk. I wanted to wear cute shoes. That was really funny. I was like, yeah, yes, I relate to that. I relate. But there's something going on with me when I watch this show this season. And it's, it's only one more episode, RIP, uh, Vanderpump, is I find myself watching the show through the filter of is this real or not real? Yeah. In a way that I didn't used to in the past. And one thing that's happening with this Jax thing 
is it's getting through the filter. Like it yeah. does feel like Jax is unraveling. And when there's other storylines that happen every time, like I think the, com- the competing pool parties is totally fake. Like it doesn't get, it, that doesn't get through the filter. I think, like I think with doesn't. that one, I think with that one, Sandoval's annoyed with Jax and he's like, you know, and make Jax mad and be good TV. If we had competing pool parties. But I do think he did call Jax and was like, Hey, we're doing this thing, but it's for the show that felt for the show. But yeah. Jax's like lit method workouts and his fights with Brittany and his like odd behavior does not feel for the show. And I hate that I have to watch this show and be like, is this real or not real? Because when you watch Kardashians, you're like, no, this is real, whatever. I don't care. But I do do this with this show. And I feel like Jackson Raveling is real. I think so, too. He's just a uh, he's really something, man. I don't know. I don't uh, Jax. I, I think he's well based on what I've seen from Instagram or doing better. But yeah, I mean, it's just it was it was pretty weird it's just it i think also it, as you talk about it it feels more serious like when you're watching it like you're like oh god just jacks yeah when you're watching it's like whatever yeah you're working out for the yeah. third time today who, who does that yeah <laughs> but as you as you talk about it it's like well was something actually wrong with jacks who knows but it was uh i can't I, I feel like their wedding was a really long time ago i think the wedding happened on the show pre-quarantine so as a result it feels like a different lifetime you know i do want to bring something up though you have number one guest as Tom Schwartz, right? And um, yeah. where was Katie? Where was Katie? Um, second to last. Okay, and that's a relationship. I, hard to know how it works. I don't know. I kind of believe in them for some weird reason because I just feel like they've been together for so long. And if they can survive um, Schwartz cheating and losing their marriage license twice, then they can survive <laughs> anything. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you know. I mean, there. I know of some couples where like one is way more fun than the other at a party. You know, some people have the party. Everybody skills, some knows those couples. Yeah, 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 of course. I mean, you know, whatever. Only one more Vanderpump, huh? Will we still be friends when it's over? Are we going to keep doing the podcast? I'd like to. I mean, would you like to? I would like to too. Yeah, we got still. We got the challenge. We below deck med. It's coming back. I love below deck med. Oh, I've been I've been crushing blow deck sailing yacht. I'm a few behind, no spoilers, but I'm gonna catch up this weekend. Can't wait. Oh, I've been crushing that. I'm one thousand percent caught up because basically there's one show on a night that we watch. Right, right, that makes sense. And sailing yacht's just an easy. It's an easy one. You know, you just pop it on, you have a good time. Great stuff. There is some good stuff ahead for you on sailing yacht. Did a little too hot for handle, and again, like I'm, I said the same thing I said last week. I like the brainless vibe of the Kardashians. Okay. I'm not going to watch course, it, but fair enough. First of all, of course, Real Housewives of New York. I mean, that's, that's, that is, that's probably like what I look forward to the most. Maybe we can pivot this a little bit towards Real sure. Housewives of New York. Yes, I'd love to. Great idea, Jacoby. Um, thanks Good. so much for listening. I'll be back on Monday for the season finale of The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart. And then we're going to pivot into some hardcore Bachelor content on Mondays going forward. So you have that to look forward to. And of course, Jacoby and I, Wednesday nights, we'll be back. Have a great week and stay safe. And hey, don't feel bad if you order in a really expensive dinner from Postmates. You know, you're just supporting the economy. Go for it.